I'm Derek Joyce and I'm here with Paul Omorda and this is I'm Not The Expert But. This is a podcast where we'll discuss everything from the most complex ideas that we know nothing about to the simplest ideas that we probably know nothing about either. So put the kettle on, get comfy and join us. After a week off due to unforeseen circumstances. We're back. We're back and we're talking about pirates. 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 Arr. Not those kind of pirates though, is it? It's, it, it, it might well be Arr. kind of pirates. Not Hollywood pirates, real pirates. It's not Hollywood pirates. It's not pirates of fucking Penzance. Yeah. Or pirates of the fucking... Or Jack fucking... Sparrow. That's the one. I couldn't think of his name there for a second. Pirates of the Caribbean. How do you say Caribbean? Caribbean. Why? It's just how I say it. I don't know. That's just how I say it. How do you say mm. oregano? Oregano. So do I. Yeah. And I deliberately said oregano there because everyone says there's no fucking oregano. Oregano, no, no, oregano no, no, is French pronunciation. Oregano is very American, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, fans in America. Fans. Not having a go. Yeah. Listeners <laughs> in America. Listeners in America. Fans not having in a America. We don't have fans, man. Illuminum. No one should. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, pirates. We digress. And one, one in particular. Gronje ni Walle. Gronje ni Walle. Irish not pirate. familiar with the name. Irish pirate queen, Grace O'Malley. Ah, Grace O'Malley's a name I know. Everybody knows her as Grace O'Malley. And oh. I'm going to probably go on talking about Grace O'Malley when I do mean Granny Niwalia. And I might jump Which is back the, and forth. Granny Niwalia is the Irish. It's the Irish is, translation is, of her name. Yeah. Granny yeah. Niwalia is her name. Mm, yes. Grace O'Malley is the the anglicised version yes, yes of yes. her name okay Grandi Niwalia she lived from 1530 to 1603 70, 70 yeah oh okay and that's old in those times yeah big time especially for the way of life she mm. had the, yeah what, absolutely what I she mean she did. packed a lot into that life yeah. too she did. I've done a little bit of research at the last minute. Now, I have to be honest, I had heard of Grace O'Malley and I knew she was a pirate. Beyond that, I didn't know an awful lot else. There's a reason for that that I'll get into later when I get yeah. on to my rant. Yeah. And I will yeah. rant about it because it pissed me off. Yeah. But Grace oh. O'Malley lived from 1530 to 1603. She's Ireland's most famous pirate that you've heard very little about. Yeah, absolutely. Irish history wanted to forget her. Okay. She was written out of Irish history and it makes my blood boil. Yeah. Now, is that because she was a woman or is it because she was a pretty nasty woman in many ways? It's because I, I wasn't there, but I believe from what I looked up and what I've watched and what I've read, it was because she was a woman and it was because of the nature of her business. Yeah. And it she was, was a criminal. And essentially. It, it was because Irish monks were the ones that recorded yeah. written history. Everything else was spoken because people didn't really have... Of course, yeah. People right. didn't have a form of written language. Yeah, and we've covered that with the Celts as well. Yeah, and it's, yeah. But, you know. but horror and horror being written out of history really fucking grinds my gears, man. Yeah, That's no, awful. absolutely. I mean, it's brutal. But I will get on to that it, later. It, 
in the little bit of, of research I've done for the show, now I have to be honest guys, I've had a horrendous week and I hadn't had an awful lot of time to look at this, so I've just literally done the bare bones on this, so Del's going to lead this. Uh, so I'm very much like anyone who's listening who doesn't know much about Grace O'Malley, I'm there with you. But even you know, in the short bit of research I did do, she's absolutely fascinating. It was, and fascinating story character, fascinating. Like, yeah, and she was yeah. brilliant. Like, yeah. She was fantastic. Class, like, yeah. Yeah, it was it was fucking horrible. Anyway, she was so teach me now, educate okay. me. Let's. She was equally fierce and capable on land as she was on water. Okay. Now, the O'Malleys, which and they controlled land. Like I had a look at a map, and it didn't have all the Irish names on it. Okay. Like, like for instance, I didn't find Joyce's, and Joyce's. I'm specifically saying Joyce's because they were in. The same region in Ireland I did as come the O'Malley's the story on, on Sligo and on the to west. Her, yeah, I'm sure you're going to get there. So it wasn't a comprehensive map, but the O'Malley's controlled land and sea from the Mayo, Sligo area right. down the west coast, the west coast, right to probably the top of Clare, maybe yeah. the bottom of Clare. Right now, that means that doesn't mean that that's where she stayed. Yeah. But that's the land they control. And just to give some context for land anyone listening who's not like overly familiar with Irish geography, if you know the map of Ireland and what it looks like, we're talking about the arm that's sticking out into the Atlantic, basically. Yeah. That's basically Ireland so it's looks like a teddy bear with arms. It's arm stretched towards to America, Ocean. yeah. So yeah. that's what yeah. about the arm part of the teddy bear there, yeah. And Claire is the pointy little bit just below the arm. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm sure you'll get on a map if you look it up on Google Maps. So. Yeah. No harm, no harm to do that. Okay, she she had a keen mind. She was smart. Mm. She had a keen mind and she was a match for anybody when they were in negotiation. She commanded a fleet of ships and over 200 men. And she successfully defended her territories from much of the marauding Irish clans that they would have all been vying for position yeah. and jockeying for yeah it was a feudal position. society at that yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah 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 so this is just prior to the British invasion isn't it yeah well this is as the British invasion inverted commas of Ireland yeah. was getting started and ramping up yeah and you will actually see it ramping up more and more as I go on through yeah. this yeah so she defended their lands and their territories on the water from Irish clans and from the expanding British Empire. Okay. As equally and formidably. Equally as ferociously like that she yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she, was, she was all about family, but she was all about country as well. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking of that. Being like, on the sea, having, having a fleet on the sea they would have obviously known the world was bigger but I mean how much bigger would anybody have known it was mm. in well I know she got as time. far as France and Spain because the port in Galway refused to do trade with them whatever the, fa- the clan that ruled Galway would have been her enemies you know they yeah region. well they all would have been enemies yeah. until they'd either yeah. beaten each other and one was beneath the other yeah. or yeah because they'd come to some sort of agreement or yeah, parallel yeah no because I know Galway refused to trade with her so she shipped all her goods, her seafood and all that stuff over to France and Spain yeah. for a higher price. Well, now, so bear in mind that I said she lived from 1530 to 1603. Hmm. 
it's only in 1492 that Columbus discovered America. Yeah. So the world was expanding. That it was start, yeah, yeah, but, it, but start, it was that unknown. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, how much of of Columbus's news, shall we say, would have travelled to Ireland even? You know, like, would anyone have even been aware that he had discovered America? Well, yeah, it wouldn't have come down the news wire. Mm. So I mean, yeah. There's that. But not much is known about Grace O'Malley's childhood. As I said, she was written out of history and not mm. much has been documented. And I mean, how much exciting stuff do you get up to as a kid? Yeah, yeah. well, I have one or two little anecdotes that I came across. Okay. From her year. Now, there's two possible origin stories as to how she, you know, a young girl came to be a pirate in the first place. As I say, there's two conflicting stories. So one of them... Okay, one of the stories is that she was always at her dad. She wanted to go to sea with her dad. It just wasn't a place for a girl in those times. It was unthought of. So she stole it away below decks. And then when they were too far out to sea, she revealed herself and she charmed the crew and all. And they accepted her. And then that was it. Then she went out on, on all the voyages. The other story, which I think is quite interesting and quite fun, is that her father used to tell her that she couldn't go on the ship because of her long red hair would have tangled with the rigging, you know, and she would have been a health hazard. So she she took a knife and, and cut off all her hair. And she was given the name Grania Whale, which is Irish for Grace the Bald. Yeah, Bald Grace. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, the first so one that you mentioned, mm. that she squirreled herself away until yeah. they were too far out, yeah. I found in only one place. Right, okay. And I didn't find it backed up anywhere else. So it's, and so it's I probably just, tenuous. I mean, as I say, these, these are Yes, yeah. they're legends, so take yeah. from it what you will. But yeah. the fact that she had squirreled herself away, I only found it in one place. I just put it down to a legend that mm. somebody yeah. fashioned. More than likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I don't know what. But I saw the whore chopping her hair off in loads of locations. Oh, okay. So, so that's that might have... Seems to have a bit more validity then. Yeah, yeah might okay. be based more in reality than the yeah. other thing. And it's a better story. Yeah. As well, yeah. you know. It's smarter. And from what I read, she got to go on that. That would have been a listen. She's fucking called your bluff, man. Yeah. And it's just She's interesting, actually, that, uh, that you mentioned she had red hair. I think you have a thing for redheads. It was Bodica. Okay, whatever the hell. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, now it's Grace O'Malley. I want you to. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as you have hair in your head. Every Irish person has red hair. No. There's, there's like... In Some red hair. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's a, something of a copper tint to people's mm. tint, nearly yeah, every I mean, Irish person's hair. I'm kind of mousy blondish, but my beard, before I went white, it's snow white now, but before I went white, I used to have like a copper beard. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got like I've very dark hair. Mm. And it's now going grey also. But my beard was just as dark and I was sitting in the barbers one day and there was the sun was coming in through through the window and it was landing on the gown that I was wearing while she was cutting my hair and it was all copper. Yeah. And I was uh, like, Is fucking is that me or is that you? <laughs> and she was like, Every Irish person has, has some, some copper. A tint of copper in their beard. Yeah. So there, there you awesome. go. So it's not just me. Anyway, Grace O'Malley was born in Mayo in 1532. Owned of Dara O'Malley, chieftain of the O'Malley clan, and her mother, Margaret. 
Yeah, who was in her own right was rich before the marriage as well, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. Well, a lot of them very wealthy. A lot of them were marriages of convenience. Yeah. Yeah. And so she came with a hefty dowry as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But convenience would have been to unite to amalgamate territories, political weddings, expand. Yeah, 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 all that kind of yeah. thing. Her mother Margaret also had a son, Donald O'Malley. Was this before she married? I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't just, know whether no, I think it was her half brother. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just the way you said that her mother had a son, not her, her parents. Mother, yeah, her mother yeah. had a son, right. Donald, and I think he was a half brother. The mother coming into the clan, the O'Malley clan, it was the half brother coming in with her, and it right. wasn't a bloodline connection yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. And I think, and I'll get onto it later. That would have been rare enough in those days too. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been that rare. I mean, you would have had wives of warring clans and the men were killed in battle right, and the okay, wives would yeah. then go and remarry. So, yeah. I mean... So Grace, it wasn't necessarily out, um, out of wedlock. Yeah. Well, Grace O'Malley... I know, yeah. She was married twice. Yeah, and we're going to get there as well. She was married know. twice and she had a, a lover as well yeah. that they never got to marry. So it's not that she was she, she was a lady of loose morals or anything like that. <laughs> It's not she a, was a pirate to hell. I think her morals what? are quite questionable anyway. I don't think, look, I don't, that's, I no, sorry, no. I don't agree with that. But anyway, it's there, not that she there. was a lady of loose morals with loads of partners. Yeah. It was that when one of them was killed in battle or killed, however, mm. eventually they moved on. Yeah. It was life just, it wasn't. Yeah, as I mean, as we said, she lived for quite a, quite yeah. a stretch, you know. Uh, she did divorce one of the husbands, didn't she? In a very unusual way, but I'm no. you're, you're going to get to that. No, I did look that up and I will get to it and it's in my notes. It said she divorced him and it was a very unusual way, but there are facts, historical facts, leading to the fact that she was still with him when he yeah, died afterwards. 30 years yeah. later. Yeah, legally she was still married to him. No, I don't that's, think... Well, that's what I got in my, anyway, in my research. Yeah, her. no, I did see it, but again, we I will, saw it in too few places yeah. for me to go, okay, I'm taking that as, as red. Yeah, we'll argue with it when we get there. Yeah, okay. I'll give my side and you give your side and we let the, the listeners decide. So, as you said, when she was a child, she wanted to go on an expedition with her dad to Spain, I think it was. Right, okay. The Spanish man. Again, yeah, he said, no, your hair will get stuck in the rigging. She promptly chopped it all off and called his bluff. And she earned the name Grania Vale. Yeah. Bald Grace. Grace. I didn't find out if she went on that expedition or not. Okay, I think she did. Well, she may have. Well... She may have, yeah. but it may have been, listen, you're grounded for two months, get back yeah. to the room until her hair grows back. And then but, eventually she did anyway. Yeah, he did, but eventually... He did acquiesce eventually and she yeah. went off. In 1546, off at the age of 16, she married the heir to the O'Flaherty clan, Donald. Right. Can I just throw a little story in before that, because this is before she gets married. Yeah, go for it. Now again, this comes with a caveat that it's pretty much a legend or a myth, you know. So I'll tell you with a pinch of salt, but I just thought it was pretty cool. On one of the of the voyages on our father's ship, the ship was invaded by English pirates. She'd always been told ever since she was a small child when he finally let her go on the ship that if anything kicked off, if anything happened, get below decks, hide and stay there. Right? But anyway, in the thick of this invade uh, this boarding by English pirates, she couldn't get down because it was blocked off or whatever, they were all fighting. She climbed the rigging up to the top. 
so she had a bird's eye view of what was going on below and she's seen her father dueling with an English pirate now her father killed the pirate but he was wounded in the process and as he was staggering away she's seen another pirate sneaking up on him with his cutlass ready so she jumped down from the rigging onto the guy's back and dispatched him with her small blade that she carried there yeah, you know, that's very Hollywood. Saving her dad's life, yeah. And I Possibly. never, I never saw that fact everywhere. And the fact that okay. she was written out of history doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, so. I know, but it's a nice little anecdote, yeah. a nice little story. I didn't make it up. I did find it online. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's a nice little anecdote, and kind of you know. Uh, from what we know of her later on as well, I mean, she was quite... Uh, it's, it's, it's not... It's, it's not, not, our car- yeah, yeah. It's not our, our character for her to, uh, you know, dispatch okay. uh, fiercer opposition, shall we say. So in 1546, she married the heir to the O'Flaherty clan, yeah. Donald. She yeah. taught her the art of piracy and all its intricacies. And it was around that time that she took an interest in politics too. Because, as we said at the beginning, the British Empire was starting its expansion. There would have been lots of negotiation and a lot of pitting one clan against the other by the Brits. Yeah. You know? So, the more politically better equipped you are for negotiations, you can go in and not be wet behind the ears and completely be taken advantage of. All that kind of thing. Yeah, so okay. she was clued in, like, she's... Yes. And I think we've already established, like, she, she was supremely intelligent. Yeah. You know? Okay. This is the part I asked you not to look up. Yeah, and I didn't. I literally fast-forwarded. The okay. minute his name was mentioned, I fast-forwarded yeah, the video okay. I was watching, so... Okay. And they mightn't have said it, but it took me a while to find it. Yeah, no, the minute his name was mentioned, I was like, no, Del doesn't want me to see this. Okay. So, and you'll understand why in about 20 seconds. Hit me with it. Grace O'Malley had three kids with Donald. Her kids, Owen, Murra, and Margaret. Yeah. I assume after her mother. Before Donald was murdered by a rival clan. Right. In battle, they would have been fighting. He was murdered by a rival clan. Or they were ambushed and jumped on while he was out hunting. I was one of the facts I read. So he might have been out yeah, hunting. Yeah, well, when you're saying murdered, it doesn't sound like battle. So that's probably murdered. Murdered, yeah, yeah. Jumped on, ambushed, yeah. and murdered. The clan the men belonged to that murdered Donald was the fucking Joyce clan. The fucking Joyce's. And I read that and I went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you killed Granny Amalia. Yeah. Yes, my, so I was you. like, for Amalia. fuck's sake. Yeah. So they murdered Donald. Right. The fucking Joyce's then set out to take their castle because apparently there was only a woman at home. Right. Grace okay. And the kids, right? Grace's <laughs> counteroffensive to the invading Joyce's was so fierce it was likened to a mother hen protecting her brood. Right. Which seems like a, a very uncomplimentary yeah, no, fuck thing that. to me. It was an Irish mammy. No. Don't fuck with an Irish yeah, mammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's why it was likened to a hen protecting her brood. Right. Castle Kirk, Loch Corrib, and look it up, to this day is still known as Hen's Castle. Okay, right. And that's why. Right. And that comes from Grace O'Malley. That comes from Grace O'Malley. After Donald's death, Grace and her children returned to Clare Island in Clue Bay. Yeah. So I wondered where Clare Island was because I was like, County fucking Clare? 
No, it wasn't. No, it's Clube yeah, yeah. is in Galway. Clube, yeah. 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 So her, she returned there with her kids. And historically, it's not, it's Inish Clear. And it's south of Ackle Island. Okay. So I was, yeah, I was wondering, I was like, I haven't fucking ever seen that in geography. And my geography is not great, but yeah. it's Inish Clear. Okay, let's go look at that. She had what's still known today as Grand Walia's castle rebuilt. Yeah. So obviously it had fallen into some kind of disrepair and she had it rebuilt and fortified. Yeah. Now I just, I noticed something else as well on that. Like I did skip past all the stuff about the husband because you had told me that and I know why now. But I did just catch the tail end of it and her revenge was so ferocious on the what I now know to be the Joyce clan Joyce's right that she became known as the Dark Lady of Duna no that wasn't it but I will get to it later wasn't it no, okay as I said I skipped yeah so you I may have skipped of, past what led up to that a little bit more okay. that's not why she was the Dark fair Lady fair enough Duna. right well then I leave yeah, I leave um, you to fill in the gaps for me later then. yes but you're right she was called the Dark Lady of Duna right okay so the O'Malley's would take a tribute, inverted commas, from ships that sailed through her territories. Yeah, like a toll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like this is air ocean. Give me, give me your lunch money. Yeah, it's kind of When her father died, and this was what you were saying, a woman becoming the head of a clan, mm. which is the question I asked because you know in that time. It was practically unheard of. It fucking didn't happen. Like, women were sold on as property. Mm. And they were, if they had a hefty enough... Well, I mean, in in Western society, well, in Western Europe, yeah. But in Scandinavia and stuff, I mean, it was quite common for for women to lead tribes there, but not so much. Yeah, definitely. British Isles, France, you know. Definitely. Things like that definitely wasn't. wasn't So, and if a woman had a hefty enough dairy, she was then married on in a political marriage to expand territories and shit like that. Yep. And to consolidate power. So, when her father died, she took over the active leadership of the clan. And I wrote here, despite having a brother, but I went on to find out it was her half brother. Yeah, you were saying that earlier, yeah. So yeah. so that's why she took over. He wasn't the blood heir to the clan. That's right. And yeah, she yeah. had established herself as a fierce enough warrior mm. that people went, I'm fucking throwing my lot in behind this one. Yeah. So that's that's but kind of the way. It wasn't it went. that simple because didn't I read somewhere that this might be further on in the timeline as well, but didn't I read somewhere that the English had a hand in in a sorpener? At one stage. In what? In usurping her as the chief. Yeah. At one stage. I didn't. I I came across something about that. At this point, she's still very young and she had very little to do with the English. Yeah. No, I think it was on her third husband this was done. Uh, Okay, we've barely gotten off our force. I know. Slow your roll there, buddy. We'll get to him. Okay. Yeah. There was all sorts of political machinations going on with uh, Elizabeth the one and you know she took after her dad died and I don't know how her dad died if it was in battle or otherwise but after her dad died she took over leadership of the clan without contestation 
So right. there was nobody, and everybody threw their lot in behind her. Yeah, so, so she, she was, was obviously, she you was know, accepted. Yeah, yeah, so she was obviously, you know, high enough profile. Yeah. She had obviously won their support. Yeah. And she was smart enough and savvy enough. savvy. Yeah. She probably greased the right palms as well. And, you know, she would stuff. now take a tribute and control waters on a much larger scale. Right, okay. So, so it was put your foot to the floor and she just ramped everything up. And they took tribute from everybody else. Okay, cool. This gave Grace the title Pirate Queen. Yeah. Which we know her as. And this was... Right, so it wasn't necessarily piracy as we think of it. You know, boarding other ships and swashbuckling and stealing their treasure and stuff. It it was more like she she had tolls on the water, really, was it? Nope. Okay, (laughs) all right. She was a pirate, man. Okay, Legend has it, at some stage, she rescued a shipwrecked sailor. Yeah. And the two became lovers. Yeah. I have a bit more to that, actually. It was one day on our way to church, she was stopped and told that an English ship had floundered on the rocks just off the shore. So she rounded up her men and off they went to salvage the ship. What they found was a survivor as well. And uh, that was a handsome English man called Hugh DeLacy. I was just about, I've got it underlined, Hugh DeLacy. Yeah, yeah. Son of, an English, of a Wexford merchant. Right, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so they became lovers and they possibly had an illegitimate child. It's unclear as to whether they did or not. As you said, they res- rescued Hugh DeLacy from a floundering ship and then the two became lovers. Yeah. They didn't set out to rescue them, but they, they were there to raid the ship. They were there to oh, yeah. pillage and yeah. plunder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lads. A truck is after overturning down on the road. Yeah. Let's go and see, is everybody okay? No, let's fucking pillage it. An Amazon yeah, truck. Yeah, 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 which is why the police turn up so quickly. That's exactly why. Yeah, So, but, um, what, was it, what was I going to say to you? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, he was a handsome English man. That probably saved him. <laughs> well, that's what he's been an ugly old like, That's um, all subjective. I'm sure I'm attractive to somebody somewhere in the world. Yeah, Just, yeah. None of them close by. Okay, Granny and Ingwalia found him attractive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's okay. probably what saved them. Yeah. <laughs> so they became lovers. Shortly thereafter, he was killed by members of the McMahon clan okay. of Blacksod in North County Mayo. Right. Blacksod Bay, North County yeah. Mayo. This is where she gets the name, isn't it? She hunted every one of them down and killed them, also murdering everyone she found at the McMahon stronghold of Duna Castle, right. also in Mayo. And that's what okay. named her the Dark the name Lady of, of the Dark Lady of Dune. Right, yeah. okay, yeah. So that was obviously where I So had that was yeah. 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 Do you ever read 2000 AD? Yeah, oh yeah. Love. Spawn, yeah. yeah. And you have his his war fucking rage things. Warp spasm. Yeah, his war war spasm or warp, warp spasm or yeah. whatever the fuck. Spasm. It was. He's that's exactly what she did and she fucking killed everybody. Yeah. Cool, awesome. Yeah. In 1566... Actually, just want to stop you there before you move on from that. I'm glad you said Slania. Because I call him Slania as well, but it's actually Slaying. I've heard the writers talking about it on the podcast and stuff, yeah. Slaying, they call it. Slania. It's got a fodder on the E. Anyway, sorry I I interrupted you. Off you go. In 1566-67, so I'm not sure which it was. So we're talking she's 37, 38 now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's just shy of 40. And still She married Richard Burke. Richard de Burke, yes. He was a prestigious... Iron Richard de Burke. He was a prestigious landowner and ironworks owner. Yeah. 
and heir to the McWilliams clan. Okay. Why he was a Bork and heir to the McWilliams clan, I don't know, but he was. Maybe yeah, his yeah. dad was... No, that wouldn't have been right. Intermarriage. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he was the heir. As the story goes, he was the heir. Yeah, the... Now... Hang on, just to, before you move on. Probably, possibly what it would have been was the chief of the McWilliams clan had no male sons... No male, no male sons had no sons yeah so the daughter may have married him could have been maybe that's, that's actually yeah very plausible because Some we did talk about the whole intermarriage and you know yeah political marriages so well, that's kind of what was going on at the time yeah yeah so anyway as the story goes they had a trial marriage for a year yeah which wasn't an uncommon thing then yeah yeah and is a really fucking good idea for nowadays yeah yeah. Well, I mean, there's me. I've I've had a trial marriage for twenty years, and so now I'm actually going to have a real one for next year. I wasn't year. even thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, but there you I go. was talking about fucking ninety day fiance or whatever oh, the yeah, fuck yeah, it is yeah, yeah, on yeah. the reality TV bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So they had a year long marriage. So let's be married for a year and live together. And if it doesn't work out at the end of the year, we'll just say fucking quits, eh, lads. Yeah. See, that's great in theory. What if one of you wants to stay together and one of you wants to quit? Like, you know, it's yeah, well, isn't that just a that's, that's life? That's a relationship, that's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was so. into her, but she wasn't into her. He was yeah. into me, I'm not into it. Yeah, yeah, I was into him, he wasn't into me. Whatever the fuck it is, it's relationships, man. Yeah, no, I get you. I think this is what you were alluding to earlier on. It said that one day after a year. He returned home, and this is Burke, yeah. returned home to find all the locks changed. Yeah, she had seized his castles. And she'd seized his castle. Yeah. And then her, she announced herself divorced from the ramparts of the castle. She just basically told him, we're divorced now, fuck off. Which apparently, under Irish chief law, you know, kind of Irish fievel law, yeah. that's all you had to do. But under English law, which we were now under English rule by this stage, or had, you know... It was in English jurisdiction. English influence, had, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, they were legally still married. And they did seemingly stay together in a, lo- in a loose union for the rest of his life. But she maintained control of the castles, of the properties. Of I don't know if she maintained control, but I did find that they were together... Until his death in fifteen eighty three. Yeah, on and on. Well, yeah. yeah. So casually, it may be in a marriage of convenience insofar as mm. he maintained the land. Yeah. And she had all her boys out at sea pillaging the shit out of everybody that passed mm. through near enough. Well, no, from what I read now, and I, as I said, I didn't verify. I just took it from one source. Was that she held the land and the castles for the rest of the, you know, for the rest of his life anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, she claimed those as her, uh, what's that the word? Alimony. <laughs> she decided they were divorced. Yeah, you know what? That that seems very fucking go grace and a little maybe. a little too Hollywood for me. Maybe, maybe. I'm sure there was a lot more concessions made on both sides. It seems she had a fairly uh, kind of feared army though. Like, it was, like you hear this, her man this and her man that. Like she obviously commanded... She did well, force, over like. 200 people. Yeah, well, there and you go. So I'll get wanted, on, you know. I'll get on. There's, there's loads more to come about that. I mean, I know we like to say, uh, sorry, what the Christians want, the Christians get. Yeah. I think there's very much a case of what Grace O'Malley wanted, Grace O'Malley got. Again, that's a little too Hollywood. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know? Mm. 
But as she was written out of, largely written out of history, then... We don't know for sure. Yeah. So all yeah. we can say is this this is this is my opinion based on what somebody's recorded. This is your opinion based on what somebody's recorded. And yeah. what conclusion you come to is gonna be different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. I like the romantic elements of it, you know? Well you see, here's the thing as well. About them being married technically or legally, mm. but living very separate lives. Yeah. They had a son. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. had a son, Tibbet. And you don't go shagging somebody within the first year and have their child if you've no intention of staying with them after the year. Yeah, I don't so know. I don't know. But they had a son, Tibbet, T-I-B-B-O-T, or Toby of the Ship. Okay. Toby of the Ship was called Toby of the Ship because he was born on one of his mother's ships. Okay, hang on. Sk- run that by me again. Tibbet and Toby are the same person here, though. Is it? She had a son with Burke. Yeah. Tibbet. Tibbet. Which it was nicknamed Toby. Which was Toby of the ship. They called him Toby of the ship. Right. Okay. Because he was born on, on one of ship. his mother's yeah. ship, on one of Grace's yeah. ships. Yeah, and the legend is within hours she was fighting Algerian pirates. It was on this ship that they were attacked on their way back from a trade junket with Spanish clans. Yeah, and it was Algerian By pirates. Algerian pirates. Yeah, yeah. When she was told that the battle wasn't going that well, she left and her nursing son, Tibbet, yeah. swallowed in his clothes below deck and she went up on deck. She had a cutlass and a pistol in her hand, which gives you that iconic picture yeah. in your head of a pirate with a sword and a gun. Yeah, but wasn't she famous for having a sword in each hand? That wasn't that her thing? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. So yeah. you've got this image of the pirate with the parrot on its fucking yeah. shoulder and the and sword the one leg and the gun and, bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. So that's very Hollywood as well. So yeah. I don't know if she did. And but she went thing, up on yeah. deck, she rallied her crew and they ran the attackers. Yeah. They ran the Al- Algerians. And I'm sure then she went back to her son. And again, that's very, very, uh, very Hollywood. <laughs> Indeed. It's very Hollywood, but I found... It's very Grace too. I found it in multiple sources. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so I didn't, then. like, I don't... There you go. And I found Write down a well, fact so. and go, here, that's a great fucking fact. That's yeah, well, that's great. kind of what I done. I, I went for the kind of that's, romance. Well, that's because I didn't have a him at the time yeah, to kind of verify. But if I can't verify it, I don't you tend know. to use it, which ah, is know, why I, know, I haven't yeah. I know, heard of a couple of things. I did give the caveat this week that there are some lovely stories about her and I'd love them to be true. So Yeah, we all them, would. But with the caveat that, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, exactly. So, in 1575, she was docked in the fishing village of Hope. No, I love this story. We're stocking her ship with supplies. She went up to the to Hope Castle in search of a welcome. Yeah. Which traditionally is a thing people did, and it's called Brehen tradition. That's right, yeah. So Yeah, the Brehens, yeah. Brehen tradition Brehens were they were roaming solicitors and lawyers yeah. and legal people they just wandered saying here come here that's not a law this is the law and laying, laying it down but yeah. Brehen tradition and I'll get back to Grace rocking up to the Holt okay. Castle right? right so Brehen lawyers in the 7th century laid down a bunch of laws that people yeah Brehen law yeah. Yeah, yeah that they lived by they, it's like a bill of rights nearly it's it's yeah, but it was it was more. This is a good. Well, let's live this way. This is yeah. just what we did. Yeah, this, it was, this is a done thing. Yeah, you know that yeah. kind of crack. Yeah. So 
In the instance of Grace rocking up the Hoth Castle, the law said, if a wanderer or whomever comes to your door, you must feed and care for them, no questions asked. Yeah. So if somebody came up to your door and knocked and said, I'm hungry, I've no clothes, I've nowhere to stay, it was up to you. It was mm. your responsibility to take care of that, not just say, yeah. get the fuck out of here. And that's still kind of, a, in many ways, a, a tradition we still have now. Really. It's traditionally... Well, now it's it's something that I think is very sadly has fallen by the wayside. Maybe. Because people just don't look after other people anymore. It's a very special breed of people that, that takes do, care yeah. of somebody they don't know, yeah, which is maybe. why you have charities. That's, yeah, but well, this is it. There yeah. should be no such thing as a charity. No, it shouldn't everybody, be everybody should be doing, yeah. yeah, everyone should be doing their share, yeah. Yeah, so you have to look after that person, no questions asked. Yep. Grace O'Malley rocked up to Hoth Castle, citing Brehan Law yeah. traditions of what they, were, what they were doing. The gates were locked. But she was torn away, wasn't the, she? She was torn away, the gates were locked because the Lord in Hoth Castle, Lord Hoth. Yeah, it was an English was having He was having dinner and didn't want to be disturbed. Yeah. So Grace took exception to the fact that the Earl of Hoth was pissing on the Breton law tradition, yeah. right? And she took exception to it. So Grace O'Malley <laughs> went and kidnapped the Earl's heir and refused to let him go. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. How do you like them apples? Yeah, and then he offered her a chest of gold, didn't he? I don't know. He was offering loads of... He offered ransom, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. she was like, no, Fuck no, no. Fuck you, buddy. Apparently she wouldn't do it. So, an agreement was eventually reached and the heir to the Earl of Hoth was, was released, released on unharmed. Yeah. yeah. And m among the provisos was that there would always be a place set for her at Hoth Castle. Yeah, and to this day... And to this day... The gates are unlocked and there's an extra place set for her. And there's a place at yeah. the dinner table yeah. set I for Grace O'Malley. I know where I'm eating tomorrow. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to so tomorrow good. and I can eat there. It's... it's Again, we, we've got the whole, that's a very Hollywood fucking thing. But that is a thing. And you can go to Hoth Castle and, and there's her fucking space. Oh, it's her? Yeah. Oh, I thought there was just a no. space left for, for, you know, anyone who... Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that is part, but Grace O'Malley has a place at the dinner table. Deadly. There's a place every evening set for Grace O'Malley. <laughs> Isn't that class? That's cool, yeah. That's really oh, good. Cool, yeah. I thought that was great. I like that. And that's, that's the, the perfect... Right and which brings me back to her being an, a shrewd political negotiator. Yeah. If she can negotiate something like that. <laughs> that's fantastic. In 1577 or 78... Grace O'Malley was pillaging, and here's the thing, I read it was on the Wexford coast. Right. But I also read it was in the which Shannon, the, in the mouth of the Shannon. Okay, which is... Which is... And again, for everybody listening who's, you know, who's not from our beautiful Ireland, Wexford is the arse of the teddy bear. So yeah. it's the southeast, and you said the mouth of the Shannon yeah. is again clear, a little pointy bit under yeah, the arms, yeah, but it's on yeah. the west coast. The wang. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's either the arse or the wang, you know? Okay. So I think it was the Shannon because, right, okay. and I'll, I'll get to that in a second to become obvious. So in 1577-78, Grace O'Malley was pillaging, let's say, in the Shannon, on the Shannon, in the Shannon mouth, 
where she was captured and imprisoned. First in Limerick. Right, which okay. means sorry, it was probably sorry. Shannon. Yeah, and she was in, and in Limerick Wexford. jail. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like, I mean, if she was caught in Wexford, then it would be up to Dublin, would you? Or Wicklow jail. Even. Or Wicklow. Yeah, and actually just on that as well, uh, there's two things we've just mentioned there. If you ever do holiday in Ireland, even if you're Irish, whatever, okay, Wicklow jail, Wicklow jail and Limerick jail are two brilliant places to visit. Yeah. They really yeah. are super places to visit. So there you go. There. Anyway, so I believe that it was a Shannon that you that area she was more than likely if she was put in Limerick jail. And she yeah. was caught and she was imprisoned in Limerick and then she was moved up to Dublin. Yeah, now was that Kilbane jail? Dublin Castle. Dublin Castle. Oh, Dublin Castle yeah, she yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, because all I came across was she was she was captured and yeah, imprisoned in Dublin. It, it, it took Limerick me a while, but again, this is Grace O'Malley who there is no history of. because yeah, yeah. they tried to write her out. Yeah. And so it's took me a while to get stuff so if you just jumped in to yeah. have a look this morning or late yeah. last night yeah. then you're not going to find much no, it does no. it needs it needs a lot of time right so it was Dublin Castle yeah now many prisoners when they enter Dublin Castle never left yeah but Grace O'Malley did apparently with the help of a guy called Sir John Perrow yeah and they had actually built her gallows as well hadn't they I didn't read that I come across yeah they were literally building her gallows when she Met the chap you just mentioned there. Sir John Perrow was a guy who was sympathetic to the Irish because he wasn't completely comfortable what the English were doing. Right. With their with their foreign policy in Ireland. Yeah. I suppose you can put I it mean, this way. is three hundred years before the no well that there was a famine in the sixteen hundreds as well, wasn't there? And a fourth famine as well. Mm. Not on the scale of the 1840s one, but I mean, they yeah. were... Yeah, well, look, let's not get into there, because yeah. that's a, d- yeah, a completely different there. thing. Let's not go there. Yeah. So John Perrow was appointed President of Munster by Queen Elizabeth in 1570. Right. President of Munster. <laughs> President of Munster brings me back to the... Yeah, that's a republic gods, The gods... The Athenian gods saying, "Listen, lads, we're not after running out of shit for you to be gods of, so you're yeah. gonna have to share this one." Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, it just seems like know, a made up title. Thing, yeah, but, but I mean, president. I mean, that suggests republic. Yeah. It certainly wasn't a republic, you know. I don't know. Maybe. Lord, maybe. Duke, Earl—they're the titles the English like to use. You know? Yeah. President is not even. Which in the Earl of Holt. It's not even in their uh, lexicon, is it? Yeah. It's very strange. Very so strange. It might have been the fact that they were in the process of expanding in Ireland. Yeah, I know, but even, and it even was a concession. The invasion, we didn't have a republic, though. Yeah, I know, but it's a concession. Mm. So maybe they were just kind of... You know, just an unusual type thing. Yeah, but anyway, you know, was and apparently he wasn't completely comfortable with what the English were doing in Ireland. Perrault's tolerance of Catholics while he was president of Munster earned him English enemies. Yeah. Like, there were people that were saying, come here to me, fuck him, you know what? And in 1588, he was recalled to England on trumped-up charges of treason. Right. He was found guilty on these trumped-up charges and condemned to death. He died in prison before he could be executed. Okay, was that by his own hand, or...? I have no idea, and I didn't read that into it, and it could have been... That the conditions were bad. It yeah. could have been that he'd been mistreated. Yeah, no, all Irish history is it, kind of riddled with people who, uh, you know, been, give the executioner the satisfaction, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it yeah. could have been that someone came into a cell and shaved them. 
Possibly. It could have been that somebody slipped him a shiv and he did himself. I don't know. But he died in prison before he could be executed. Right. In 1584, Sir Richard Bingham, a British naval commander, was made president of Connacht. So right. there's another one. Another president. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's obviously it. it's different provinces, but there's yeah. another reference to president and began dismantling all of the old chieftain's structures yeah. using bribery, military campaigns and falsehoods against clans and their rivals. Yeah, so the it usual. was a case of, yeah. you know what he fucking said about you? Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. fucking get him. And yeah. we'll help. And the dirty war, long before the dirty war. Yeah, like, just yeah, watch yeah, go out. Yeah, from day yeah. on. And again, I don't want to get into that, but it's just, you know, hit. It just shows history repeats itself, you know, and they... They learn from history, you know? Yeah, I'm not going there, man. Mm. This didn't work in North Connacht, however, where Grace O'Malley mounted a resistance. Yeah, no, hang on, sorry. Just just to pull you back there, Del, you were saying that she was sentenced to death and she was in jail. How did she get out? You with said, the help of this yeah, guy, with the John help Pearl. Yeah, but like, in what way? How did he help Well, he didn't help her escape. No, I know, yeah. Um, I he, have, it would have been paperwork. Yeah, no, what I have here was that she had to agree to stop pirating to give up her illicit ways and no sooner was she free than she set sail immediately to, re- <laughs> to resume her, her life of crime. That is highly likely because there's another yeah. reference to an agreement yeah. that she then reneged on later yeah. on. That well, we'll get to. Yeah, well, yeah. that's essentially so what it was. Like it. Yeah, yeah. So the resistance didn't work in North Connacht. Bingham killed Grace O'Malley's son, Owen, and imprisoned sons, Tibbet and Murrow. Yeah. Now, the daughter, Margaret, would have been off, married to another chieftain of another yeah, clan or something. I also read somewhere that her two sons were fostered out as children, but she kept Maeve with her. Her daughter, Margaret. Maeve. Margaret. So I have Maeve. Well, okay. is Maeve Irish for Margaret? Not Embarrassingly, not being yeah. an Irish speaker, yeah. Now, again, as I said, I, I didn't verify any of these sources. That was the source I had, okay. Maeve. Okay. So... So Paul just opened a Christmas cracker and came with whatever it's <laughs> inside. Yeah, okay. I watched okay. a YouTube Friend video. <laughs> All right, I watched a 25-minute YouTube video okay. this morning. Well, that's All a right. Christmas cracker on video. <laughs> okay. Anyway, constantly in conflict with Bingham, be it her or her sons. Right. In 1593, Grace O'Malley went over his head. Yeah, I do seem to remember hearing something about this, yeah. Grace O'Malley arrived in England and requested a meeting with Queen Elizabeth I. Yeah. And I read, but I didn't write it down because I couldn't verify it, that she sailed up the Thames. Yeah, and I heard, I also, in this 25-minute YouTube video that I'm talking about, um, which is where my knowledge of Grace O'Malley stems from, to be quite honest, um, it said that she cleaned herself up and wore a expensive gown for her meeting with the Queen, which kind of disappointed me a bit. No. Well, you see, there you, you're coming at this romantic Hollywood kind of... No, I'm saying, why show deference to, to the fucking Queen? Just it's not up in your, deference. Turn up in your pirate No, gear. it's one... No. It's queen. playing the game, isn't it's it? It's one queen meeting another, another queen. Yeah, as equals. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair so, enough. Grace, as I said, arrived in England, possibly sailing into the Thames, and requested a meeting with Queen Elizabeth. Now, you didn't just kind of rock up. <laughs> rock up the booking of that. Moor your boat, bang on the gates. Is the queen in? <laughs> and I'd like a meeting with the queen. There was... 
lots of paperwork had to be submitted yeah. and go through Not channels. Masturbations were done even just to get there, yeah. And go through channels to get to the point where you might get a meeting with the Queen. Yeah. But such was Grace O'Malley's political nous, which she had taken a shine to from when she was 16. Yeah, yeah. That she was well able to navigate the paperwork that needed to be done and she got her meeting with the Queen. Right, when they met, they conducted their meeting in Latin. That's right. Well, they may have conducted because that was the only common language that they had, so it stands to reason. They com- conducted their meeting in Latin, and I do believe it was in Latin, because Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, didn't speak Irish, and yeah. Grace O'Malley couldn't or wouldn't, wouldn't or refused to, to speak, speak English. English. Yeah. So it was in Latin. Yeah. And... During the course of the meeting, Queen Elizabeth is recorded to have been very impressed yes. with Grace O'Malley. Yeah. At the end of the meeting, she ordered the release of Grace's son. Bingham, for his part, when he got his orders, took his sweet fucking time releasing them because he didn't trust Grace O'Malley. Oh, why would he? But eventually he did let them go. He was right not to trust her, and this has gone back to what I was saying to you about it's mm. quite likely. Yeah. He was right not to trust her because, by all accounts, she promised to crown 200 men plus ships in their fight against Hugh O'Neill, oh, who was mounting okay. a resistance north yeah. against, yeah. Yeah, up in the Donegal area. Red, Neil, um, yeah. Red Hugh O'Neill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. against English. Tyrone, so up around there. Yeah. She had promised 200 men and ships in the fight against Hugh O'Neill. At the outbreak of the Nine Years' War, which was also in 1593, which was the Hugh O'Neill thing, the ships she promised to the Crown and the 200 men, she sent to fight with Hugh Hugh O'Neill against the Crown. Yeah, of course she did, yeah. Yeah, of course she did. (laughs) So, So, yeah, Queen Elizabeth was a little gullible. Little miffed, (laughs) yeah. And Bingham was totally right in being in yeah. his suspicions. But yeah, yeah. fuck him. Anyway. So at the yeah, at the outbreak of the war. Interestingly, and I seem to say interestingly and bring up a different point in every fucking podcast <laughs> we do. But interestingly, the nine years war, which is 1593 to 1603, yeah. was nine years long. Wow, and that's why it's called the Nine Years War. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and I know you're being sarcastic. Unlike the Hundred Years' War between England and France in 1337-1453, which was 116 years long. Okay. So, yeah. There you go. So, up your Swiss. Nine years' <laughs> now, war. Come here, I have a little note here, and I didn't... I, was maybe you clear it up for me. At some stage, because she resisted the English, yeah... No, sorry, she resisted the English attempt to get her to join the House of Lords. I didn't read that. become a lord. Yeah, they were offering her lands. And, you know, her own lands, basically, they were saying you can have, you know, title to your own lands and all that. She resisted it. So she was, all of her, her title, all of her titles and lands were confiscated. Oh, this was much later on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know if I went there because it was, it was that far down the road. Because she kind of, as she got older, because we're now, what are we now? 1585 or something like that. 
was yeah, the so last she's, one. Yeah, so she's 55, 56 she's, now. She's getting on and she's living on borrowed time yeah. for the life of a pirate. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even the life of a chieftain of a clan because, mm. fuck me, they all... Life in the dark. Like, each other. Yeah, 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 life in the dark or, yeah. you know, stab in the back. Yeah. Skipping on, um, after my little segue into the Hundred Years' War and the fucking Nine Years' War and all that kind of crack. Grace O'Malley, Pirate Queen of Ireland, died most likely at Rockfleet Castle in Newport, County Mayo. Right, okay. But this is disputed. The location is disputed. Oh, okay, so we don't know for yeah. sure. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just again, gonna, we just going to say there's... Um, you know, when I'm listening back to this, yes, I am a bit of a narcissist. I do listen back to our podcast <laughs> and I quite enjoy it. I'm going to actually sit down with a notepad and just take down some of the locations because I'd actually like to go and visit some of these places. Yeah, I actually... I really would, yeah, like, I, a bit of a pilgrimage. Well, I, like. didn't, I didn't write down the locations to do that, to do a pilgrimage, but I wrote down the locations as I came across them and then went on Google Maps and, and kind of done it yeah had a whole look yeah. at the thing yeah so I could get it I mean, maps are great but I'd, I'd like to get down on the ground and yeah. actually yeah, yeah no I'd like boots things. on the ground yeah. I'd like yeah. to go and have a look Defo, at it at some yeah. stage and I don't even know when that would be but anyway she died possibly Rockfleet Castle in Newport County Mayo right because she was largely written out of history we don't know that that's where she died, which right. is why it was disputed. No, she didn't die there, she died here and all that kind of thing. Because she's only been remembered in folklore. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. Yeah, no, it is. And that's why I yeah. kind of took that um, that angle today of, of throwing in some of the folklore yeah. stories. Because it is, like, I know it's romanticised and, and whatever, but, I mean, she was a larger-than-life character. But, no which, which I will get to as well. So Irish history was written mostly by monks who would have held a hatred of piracy and all of yeah its because the monasteries were constantly being raided exactly all their, yeah all their treasures and, were being taken yeah and in my opinion definitely a hatred of women women were cattle livestock yeah levels of society to which be, was completely bartered and sold yeah. into marriage they were yeah. sold with yeah. dairies they yeah. were pushed on they were yeah fuck that so I'm I'm sticking with my idea that monks who recorded history were misogynist fuckers yeah and that's that's all there is <laughs> the annals of the four masters was a book cataloging medieval history in Ireland and was written sometime in 1603 or 04 okay after Grace O'Malley's death right it doesn't mention her once. Not fucking there once. There you go. That's, that's the kind of respect that they had yeah. for recording history as history unfolds. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, if it doesn't yeah. fit your fucking narrative, if it if it fuck you, man. Yeah, if it doesn't fall to your, yeah, uh, yeah. your agenda. Yeah. She's mentioned in English state papers as late as 1627. Okay. 24 years after, after her, her death. death. And they were still terrified of her. Jesus fucking Christ. 24 years. And she's mentioned in English papers, but Irish, it's complete omission. Yeah. There's there. fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. Now, Anne Chambers, who, if you look up... rings a bell. Anne Chambers wrote three books on Grace O'Malley, the first of which was published in 1979 and has almost single-handedly 
resurrected Grace O'Malley's memory. Cool. Well done, Anne Chambers. Yeah. And the books are fantastic. They've gotten great reviews. They have one art. Cool. I'm going to borrow that. She's quoted as saying, and this this is her quote that I'm reading. So if it sounds like I'm reading from a book, I literally... You are reading from a book. Okay. She's quoted as saying, the annals of the four masters, that seminal source of Irish history, compiled a few years after Grace O'Malley's death and in a place where her memories of her activities were still verdant. They were still right at the front yeah. of people's minds. Oh, yeah, like people still remember her. Don't they were even mention her name. The English state papers, which I've already said, the English state papers, on the other hand, mention her as late as 1627, some 24 years after her death. Such bias erased from the pages of history one of the most remarkable women, and in doing so, diminished our understanding of the past. However, it's a measure of her greatness that her memory was preserved by folklore. Legends are not created about insignificant people. To be remembered in folk memory is as much a tribute and validation of her status as any academic treatise. That's a lovely thing. It is. And come here, listen, you know, that wasn't uh, restricted just to the Dark Ages or the you know, Middle Ages. As recently as 1916, yeah. women were being written out of Irish yeah. history until fairly recently now where we're starting to hear the stories, not yeah. just Countess Markovich, but of a lot of women who played key roles, my own great aunts included, in the 1916 Rising, yeah. you know? So... Yeah, no, it is something that... Um, Irish culture was already setting itself up to treat women the way Irish culture has treated women, especially over the last hundred years, if you think about the, the oh, yeah, mother and the Magdalene Laundry's mother and child homes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Way back in the 15th century. Oh, it's deep In the 16th it's century. Too, it's yeah, deep, yeah, yeah. deep rooted in... Yeah. So, you know, and I don't want to get into religion and all that, you know, again, but it's deep rooted. It fucking pisses me off. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. The fact that people have, historians have tried to control the narrative. It's always the case. If it, especially if it didn't conform to what they wanted the narrative to be. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what they want the society yeah. to be. Yeah. Not just an narrative. And it's like they, they always say... It's control. It's always that, control. That history is written by the winners. It's not just written and by the winners. Kind of, it's, it's not that it's written by the winners in this case. No, it's written it's by those who want... a woman doing amazing, incredible things. And I mean, I know it was the whole illegality of piracy. Yeah. It wasn't just that, though. It, but it's, it's, it was the leadership, the politics. The, she was charming as well. Like, I mean, but men followed her and were happy to follow her. It's the fact that it was a woman doing all those yeah, things. Didn't woman. resonate with yeah. the people who were recording his. No, they wanted the women to be tied to the kitchen. Yeah. I was going to say sink, but they didn't, you know, they didn't got sinks, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they wanted and they, they, had, they perceived the women as having a certain station yeah. and don't fucking move from there. Yeah, I mean, you know? 
it's even in our constitution for yeah. now the woman's yeah. plate which that's a whole other issue as well that's all is not what it seems on that referendum either maybe we'll cover that as it gets closer to the time um, or, I'm not or mad maybe we won't yeah. you know but um, yeah. yeah no there's I can, we dip into won't. politics by not even going into subjects that are politically motivated. Yeah. So that's kind of enough politics yeah, for me, man. Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah. It is indeed. Um, I really enjoyed that, Dale. That was really cool. I haven't finished. Oh, I thought you were done. Sorry, my apologies. There's a seven foot four inch bronze statue of Grace O'Malley in Westport House, County Mayo. Well, that's going on my list of places to Isn't visit. Isn't that fantastic? Right yeah, seven foot. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, I'm done. So it's done to life. Grace O'Malley, Pirate Queen.